Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. I thank you. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. <laughs> My God. Thank you for that. I received that blessing. My God. My God. I, I can't. When I got home last night, I just started asking the Lord. I was like, are you please? Like, is this what you wanted me to do? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My God, I thank you. Hey, Tammy. Good morning, good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, woman of God. Thank you. I appreciate that. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I bless you. Thank you for your holiness. Thank you for your purpose. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those things are important to us, so I appreciate You don't know how much I appreciate Thank you for sowing that love. Hey, Rosetta. Hey, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, Frida. Hey, LB. Good morning. Hey, Miss Jeanette. I'm going to start calling you Mama Jeanette. Hey, Deshauna. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, Insta. Good morning. Hey, YouTube. I'll see you later. Hey, Jamaica. Hey, baby. Mama loves you. Hey, Brandy Clark. Hell, good morning. I'm taking the sticker off the bottom of my cup because Jess hates that. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. My God, I 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 thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I worship you. I bless you. I praise you. I glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you for only what you can do. My God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. That was One Night with the King by Juanita Bynum and Jonathan Butler. And let's just bless the name of the Lord. Lord, we bless your name. We praise you. We dare not enter into your gates without giving you thanks. We dare not enter into your courts without giving you praise. So we bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus and we simply say thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for brand new mercies. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your peace. Thank you. You are a sovereign God. Thank you. You are a glorious God. Thank you, Father God. You are an amazing God and a consistent God and an awesome God and a powerful God. And we thank you for Jesus and we thank you for the Holy Spirit and we thank you for your family and we thank you for this devotional and we thank you for your our time with you and we thank you for waking us up this morning and giving us the activities of our limb lord limbs lord god we just say thank you we 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 bless you we praise you we magnify you we glorify you and we say thank you lord thank you lord thank you father thank you you are the keeper of my peace i thank you i thank you i thank you i thank you glory to god glory to god glory to god glory to god we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for health and strength. Thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you, Lord God. I lift you up and I say thank you. I 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God, thank you for your love. Thank you for outpouring your love on us. Now, Lord God, bless this devotional today. Bless the food that we are about to eat. Let it be nourishing to our bodies. We thank you, Father God. Let it be nourishing to our spirit. Let it be nourishing to our souls. Father God, we thank you for healing every soul hurt this morning. I thank you for your children. I thank you for your people. I thank you for grace and mercy and love. My God, I thank you. You are sovereign and you are just lord god let the words of my mouth and the manifestation let the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight i thank you you are my strength you are my redeemer now holy spirit go do what only you can do holy spirit come holy spirit come i thank you for righteousness i thank you for establishing me in jesus now holy spirit come holy spirit thank you father god we have eyes to see father god ears to hear and that we can discern you that we can discern you father god we thank you for discernment today we thank you for discernment today we thank you father god for grace peace and love we thank you father god for grace peace and love my god i thank you my god i thank you my god i thank you my God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Wow. Um, thank you. Thank you for those of you that attended Ladies Bible Study last night. I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful. My God, I'm grateful. Um, I know God was burning up the chaff. I know he was doing something so significant in us. I know that even though it was some tough places and some things that we had to face and some truth that we had to come to that it was all god like i had to pray this morning and 
ask him, was he pleased? I'm like, Lord, I need to know you were pleased. And he told, he told me, he's like, sometimes we got to teach the tough things. And sometimes we got to be in the tough places. And sometimes we got to hear the stuff that we don't want to hear. And so I'm just grateful to God for grooming us and pruning us and putting us in a right mindset so that we can grow in him and we can grow up in him. Um, uh, thank you, Lord God. And I see you guys wishing condolences. I don't know who to, but blessed are they that mourn. <laughs> blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted by God. My God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God. Now let's get focused. Yeah. Yeah. Timmy, watch it. it. It's just powerful. We thank you, Lord God, for everything. We thank you for leading us into his place. I thank you for miracle signs and wonders. Is y'all on here today? Is y'all on here yet? Um, Father, I thank you. I thank you for your love. I just thank you for your word. Yara, if you're here, just chime in and let me know that you are here, right? Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't let that go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Spirit of Truth. Thank you, Spirit of Truth. Thank you. Thank you for Spirit of Truth. We will not be deceived and we will discern the things of God. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you, thank you, thank you. I worship you and praise you. Um, we're going to walk into another spiritual truth this morning. If you'll do me a favor, go share the video. Put the video in someone's hands. Drop the video on someone's timeline. Let's not hide the word of God this morning. Um, allow someone to connect to the word of God. That is the great commission. Um, whether you know it or not, you are discipled. You are a disciple of Jesus Christ. You are a follower of Jesus Christ and you have been discipled and you continue to be discipled. And so I need you to do me a favor and let's get the word everywhere. Put it in your special groups and uh, drop it on people's timeline. Send it in someone's inbox. Today's devotional is I am fit for a king. I am fit for the king, not just a king. I am fit for the king. I am fit for the king. And we're going to be focusing still on Ephesians. We're focusing on our spiritual truths. Um, we are understanding our spiritual blessings. We are getting revelation of who we are in God because to understand who we are in God is um, significant to our growth, significant to our development, significant to our purpose, significant to who and what God has called us to be. And so I'm just grateful for these truths. I'm grateful. If you didn't get, I am chosen and I am adopted. If you haven't gotten those yet, then I just commission you to go back this week, back to Friday and understand who you are in God so that you don't ever settle for anything less so that you don't ever settle for anything less so that you don't ever choose anything less than God's standard for you, than God's thoughts towards you, right? So that you understand um, how you're supposed to rule and reign in Jesus Christ. And so today is I, there are men on here too, Whitney. We're not just sisters. We have several men that are on the demo devotional. So, um, this is, this is not, this is not just women. Um, but Hey girl, Hey. Um, and so regardless of what you see, I need you to know, I need you to understand that God's program is still in place and God is still in place. And so 
we're going there today. We're going, I'm not going to read Psalms 91 over us. I already read it over us. I confessed it over us because I need to get into this this morning. I need to get into this. I need to get into this today. Um, so the spiritual truth, I backed up a little bit and I'm focusing on, we talked about, you know, how much God loves us. And today I want to focus on how we are homely and holy and blameless, <laughs> holy and blameless, holy and blameless. Um, we, we are holy and blameless. We talked about in his love. And remember I told you yesterday we were in his love. And when we use the word in, when we use word, we're indicating inclusion. We're indicating location. We're indicating position. When I use the word in, when I say in, right, we are indicating inclusion. We're indicating location. So we're in his love. We're positioned in his love. We're located in his love. We're included in his love. Um, we're qualified in his love. We're brought to a certain circumstance in his love. And we know we've received this love because of who and what Jesus is to us, right? And so today we're learning the next part of Ephesians 1, which we are holy and we are blameless. And what it means to be holy and blameless, blameless means that we are fit for the king. We are fit for the king. And it's not us. We don't do this ourselves. We're holy and blameless. We are fit to serve him. We are fit to worship him. And despite whatever your shortcomings are, Brittany McFadden, let me shout you out. I'm sorry, y'all. You and Tina McFadden, I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you for taking care of things that um, are needed in our house. Thank you for considering us. Thank you for always thinking of us. Um, the boys are excited every time they hear, see snacks or things that they can try. So I just needed to personally thank you and Tino, woman of God. Thank y'all for sewing into our lives. We so appreciate you. You just don't know how much. So they enjoy your treats and things that come to the house. So I'm sorry, I had to pause and do that. I had to do that. I had to thank her. I had to, I get to thank her. I get to exalt her. I get to lift her up. Thank, just thank you for considering us. So um, we are, we're, when I'm talking about, when we start talking about we are fit, we are fit to, to worship him. We are fit to serve him. We are fit. You got to get this. When I'm saying the word fit, when I'm saying we are fit for a king, we are fit for him. We are suitable. We are quality. We are standard. We are um, in place to meet the required purpose. We are in good health, right? We are in the right shape, right? We are fixed and we are put in place. That's what I'm saying when I'm saying to you, we are fit for a king. So you are fit for the king, right? And God enjoys you when you approach him. And when we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it made us fit for God. And I'm just going to be honest. This is sometimes hard for us to understand, right? And when we are renewing our minds and our minds has been jacked, so jacked up, we may hear this, we may say this, but we may not be able to receive this. We may not be able to get this. And so I'm home, holy and blameless. And this has nothing to do with your own righteousness. 
If we can get this, if we can get this, if we can get this, if we can understand that this has nothing to do with my own righteousness, we get so consumed and focused on our own spirituality. Then when we read the words that I'm holy and I'm blameless in his sight, we think it's something we have to do or we have to be, and we just need to receive it. We just need to receive it. And today I'm going to share a little bit with you about Esther. And I want you to receive, I, I need you to receive several things. We're going to talk about Esther. We're going to go over to John. So I need you to pay attention because we don't got long to get this in, but I need you to do this. And so when I'm saying this to you, when I'm saying you fit for the king, I'm saying God has made you blameless and holy, holy and not according to your own righteousness, right? But because of the righteousness in Christ Jesus. And this morning, as I was brushing my teeth and thinking about this, the Lord was saying to me, all you got to do is receive this by faith. Like you don't have to keep trying to understand it, right? That's some, that's part of our problem. We've been trying to understand it. This doesn't make sense that God loves me this much. I don't understand it because we've been brought up in a world and a system that has taught us to live on points or according to occurrences or how many, how many times we've gone to church or, or how much we've done and I've done right today and I've done right today. No, you are righteous because of Christ Jesus. You are righteous when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You are never going to be able to earn this righteous, right? Are there things that God requires of you? Yes, but you're going to have to get it in your head today. I cannot try to figure this out in my brain. We always trying to figure out the spiritual things of God in our brain. It's not natural. It's supernatural. It's spiritual. And if we, the just shall live by faith. And if we're going to live in his justice and his grace and his mercy, you have to take this by faith. It's 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 by faith. It is not according to what you, it don't have to all add up. It don't have to make sense. You are this because this is what Christ redeemed you that it has been imputed, it has been attributed to you. It has been attributed to you. You don't have to earn this. And so you have got to take this. Our minds are so used to being busy and so used to being consumed that we think we got to get this and we've got to understand this and it's got to add up and we need to know how this came about. And we think this is because God, God can bless you. God can bless you in the worst situation. You don't have to understand. As a matter of fact, I know God to bless you even when you're not acting perfect and right because he'll do it to get your attention. And so you need to know that you need to know that without a doubt, my God, that I can not earn this. I may not ever begin to understand this, but I got to receive this and I got to renew my mind in this. I got to renew my mind in this. No, just you don't have to dissect everything. It doesn't have to add all up, but you got to understand that this is what's happening to me through Christ Jesus, right? You got to understand that this is what's happening to me in Christ Jesus so that you can understand that your righteousness, right? Your righteousness is not just for you. Your righteousness is so that you can touch the lives of others. So you're never going to be able to earn this. Your righteousness is so you can touch the lives of others so that others lives can be touched through you. And so others lives can be touched by you. And so you've got to understand that and take that by faith. This doesn't have 
to make sense. This ha- and you're going to have to say that to myself. This doesn't have to make sense. I just have to receive this by faith. I got to receive this. I got to understand this by faith. I got to know this by faith. Okay. So I need to bring you and give you, we're going to go into the book of Esther and it's going to tie into Ephesians and we're going to get into John today. And I need you to see something in what I'm about to show you in Esther. And I cannot read all of Esther to you, right? So let me give you a quick summary of Esther. And if you've never read the book of Esther, go read the book of Esther. Go, go read it. Go read, read the book of Esther. They think that the author is either Ezra or King Nehemiah. They think that it's Ezra or King Nehemiah. But God began to show me something. God began to show me something significant in the book of Esther and what he was doing for us every time we're before him and we're in his word, right? So let's set the story. We're in the Persian court and the king at this time is upset because Vashti, Vashti, his wife, Vashti, his wife, which is the queen, she refuses to appear before him, right? He ordered her to appear before him. She refuses to appear before him. There was a great feast. Um, you only came to the courts when the king called you. My God, there's so much revelation in this. You only come to the king's court when the kings call, call you. So this is Esther 1, 10 through 11. And she didn't appear. And so because she didn't appear, she broke their protocol. And his advisors say, look, you need to go ahead and remove Vashti. You need to go on and get rid of, rid of her. And the reason you need to go on and get rid of her is because she don't honor you. She ain't got no respect for you. You need to go on and go on. And so he gets into position where he's getting ready to um, look for a new queen. He's like, you know what? I need to look for a new queen. I need to get in position where I begin to look for a new queen. And so here comes Esther. And um, as we know, um, at the time, Esther is a Jew, but she is very loving and she is very beautiful. And her name is not Esther in the Bible. It's Hadasha, Hadash and Hadassah. And so we see Esther and she's very beautiful. And as a result of the king's decree, Esther, along with many other women, right, was brought to the king's harem, right? And I love this because we're going to see the favor tomorrow. We're going to see the favor of God in this. We're going to chew on this the next two days. But I love this because this for me reminds me that somebody else might be in the place in which I'm trying to go, but, but, but God will move them out the way or a situation may move them out the way. So you ain't never got to worry about whether or not someone's in your place. And you ain't never got to worry about whether or not somebody has something that you aspire. And you ain't got to never worry about whether or not somebody else is doing something that you want. You ain't got to worry about none of that because for an appointed time as this, God will move whatever he needs to move for you. And I took note of that this morning. I don't have to worry about who's in position. I ain't got to worry about what stands in my way because God will open doors that no man can shut, right? God will open doors that no man can shut. So this is the part we need to get to. And I need you to see, and I need you to see what the Holy spirit has been doing for us in the word and how this fits with our being holy and being blameless. My God, thank you. 
And so Esther is in there and Mordecai has told her, don't tell nobody you're a Jew, just get in here um, and let favor go to work. And we see favor going to work. But this is the verse that I want to get to. This is the verse that I want you to see of what God has been doing for us in the word. And this is the 12th verse. It says, before each young woman was taken to the king's bed, she was given the prescribed 12 months of beauty treatments, six months with oil of myrrh, followed by six months with, with special perfumes and ointments. And so for a year, for a significant year, Esther was being prepared for the king. She was being washed. She was being cleaned. She was being purified. She, there was a washing that was occurring for her. There was a washing that was occurring with her. She was being prepped. She was, she was being soaked. She was being cleansed. She was being sanctified. That's what was happening with Esther. She was being sanctified. And I need you to understand that every time you've tapped into a devotional and every time that you've made a decision to uh, pursue God and pursue the things of God and renew your mind, you were being washed just like Esther. You're being washed. You were being prepared. You're not alienated. You're not isolated. You're not in a position where God is forgot about you. Esther begins to go through 12 months of preparation, right? She begins to be processed out. And so every time you were submitting your mind and every time you were getting in position, God began to wash you. He was washing you with the word. And so I need you, I need you to see this in the word. Jesus, our high priest, right? He, in John 17, he is praying for the disciples. And this is the prayer of Jesus, right? I love this. This is the prayer of Jesus. It says, and, and you are his disciples. Remind you, he is, you are his disciples. You are his bride. You are the church. You, you are, I need you to see this, right? And Mosaic law always instructs that an item or a person must go through a sanctification process. They must go through a sanctification process by which they are, are to become holy, that they are become to become exclusively set apart unto God for his service. So when I say you are holy, when you have spent this last year or two in a processing, you didn't understand the process, but you heard God and you knew that you needed to keep pressing in the word and you knew that you needed to stay before him and you had to come out of what you were familiar and what you were comfortable with. And you were like Abraham and you had to come out of your people and you had to come into isolation. I'm telling you today that you were being prepared. You are in your process. And for those of you that are new in your process, my God, it's a sanctification that's occurring in you in the word so that you can understand that you are holy and blameless. So John 17, my God, Father, the hour has come. This is Jesus speaking. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you for you have been given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one of you, each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. My God. Lord God, I thank you for restoring us to the former glory for which you called us. 
He said, I have revealed to you the ones you gave me from the world. They were always yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything he's talking about the disciples. He's talking about you. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you for I've passed on to them the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came for you and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those of you who have given me because they, they belong to you. All who are mine belong to to you. You have given them to me. So they bring me glory. Now I am departing from this world. They are staying in this world, but I'm coming to you. Holy father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united. And when I read a little bit more to you and Esther, you're going to see that she had divine protection right? She, she comes into the court and she has divine protection. She's set apart. She favored, there's favor upon her. She divine protection. She said, during my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that not, not one was lost except the one headed for destructions as the scriptures foretold. Now I'm coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world. So they would be filled with my joy. I've given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world because you do not belong to the world, right? Just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but I need you to keep them safe from evil, right? They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word is word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world and I give myself a holy sacrifice for them so that they can be made holy in your truth so that they can be sanctified. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one as you are in me, father, and I am you and may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. I've given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. I am in them. Jesus is in you. My God, Jesus is in you. May they experience such perfect unity that the world would know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given to me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you love me even before the world began, even before the world began. And so I know you didn't understand everything in this season and I know you kept I know you kept in your, your word and I know you kept pressing and I know it was difficult and I know it wasn't easy. And by his grace, God was imputing his holiness on you. And so just like Esther, I just, I need you to imagine this for a minute so that you understand how holy and blameless you are. I need you to imagine that this is the word and that it is washing you. I need you to understand that this is the word and that it's sanctifying and cleansing you. I need you to know that this is the word and that when God sees you, he doesn't see you according to Ephesians 5, 25 through 27. You do not have a spot and you do not have a wrinkle. So every time you Romans 12, 2 and renew your mind in the word, the word is washing you and it 
taking away your pain and it's removing your sin and the word is cleansing you and the word is taking you out of your painful places, Lord God. And it's washing away your abandonment and it's taking away the fact that you were being orphaned. And every time you study the word, it began to renew your mind. And even though you may have been had or had lustful thoughts, the word was washing your mind. It was renewing your mind. It was bringing you into the mind of Christ. When you made a decision to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him, the word has been washing you. It has been sanctified fighting you. It has been cleansing all your dirty places. And even when you had those dark places and the secrets in your heart, the word was washing you. The word was washing you. The word has been washing you. It has been taking you out of your spiritual, immature and carnal places. And even though you may not feel clean and even though you may not understand it, the word has been washing you. And some of us were a little bit more dirtier than others. And some of us had a little bit more on our hands and some of us had feet that had gone into places that it had absolutely no business going into. And so even though you didn't get it in your sanctification process, just like Esther, you had been hand selected by Jesus and the word has been washing you. It's been taking away your stain and those places that your feet were not supposed to go. And when you want ran quick and swift into evil so you don't have to get it just like you trust that water and soap is getting you clean I'm telling you the word is washing you the word is cleansing you the word is restoring you the word is renewing you the word is doing exactly what it said it needed to do that's what the word has been doing so every time you made a decision to submit yourself to the word my God the word was washing you it was taking the blood off your hand and it was removing sin and guilt from you and you may not have understand it, but it was taking you out of your carnal places. It was removing ungodly desires. It was taking away the image of pornography and it was dealing with the pain of the abortion you had. And it was washing the remnant of your divorce off you. And it was dealing with your sinful places and painful heart. My God, the word has been washing you. It has been washing you. It has been growing you into the full stature and the fullness of who Christ Jesus is. It has been pure refining you. It has been sanctifying you. It has been cleansing you. That's why I always tell you small bites still equal a meal that if you will focus on who Jesus is and you will focus on your righteousness. When you read Ephesians 5 and 22 and 27, you're going to understand that Jesus, that the result of the sanctification, right? God, that he's presenting you as a radiant church, that he's dealing with the chaff, that he's burning up the sin, that he's dealing with the stains and the things that you thought you couldn't get past. He's preparing you for a place for you will call for such a time as this. But he now, according to Colossians 1 he was reconciling you by Christ's physical body through death to present you 
holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Again, this is the perfection of his Christ, according to Hebrews 10 and 10. And by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. My God, we're made, being made perfect forever to Jesus Christ. And when Christ died, all our sins, my God, thank you for washing us. All our sins and all our guilt was laid upon him. It no longer had a hold on us. So every time you sanctify yourself in the word, he's dealing with every blemish. He's dealing with every mistake. He's dealing with your guilt. He's dealing with your pain, every spiritual spot every wrinkle everything have been you are no longer spotted you are no longer stained god no longer relates to them god no longer takes it into account my god the perfectness of his righteousness now covers you my god my god so it wasn't that he forgot about you it wasn't that he hasn't, isn't moving for you. Baby, right now, he just washing you. He's washing you. You had so much dirt on you. He's washing you. He's taking you. He's renewing your mind. God looks at you to be unified in Christ. My God, he only sees Christ. He's been washing you. My God, he's been washing you. He's been washing you. So if you've been tried to figure out whether or not you're fit for a king. You're fit for the king. I'm your confirmation today that you are fit for the king because he's been washing you. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. He's been washing you. So you are holy and blameless. You're fit for the king. You're going to walk into the fullness of your purpose. You don't have to worry about that. Just stay in position. Our father has been purifying you. Keep coming to the word. Keep eating the word. Keep allowing him to purify your heart. Stop worrying about your worthiness. Your worthiness is in Christ Jesus. And the reason that your worthiness is in Christ Jesus is because he's been washing you. Stop holding on. God doesn't hold on to your past mistakes. God doesn't even hold. You got brand new mercies every day. You received brand new mercy. You're fit for the king. You're fit for your purpose. You're loved by God. You're chosen. You're adopted. You're a royal priesthood. You're a royal priesthood. Let me read that scripture over you before we get out of here. You're a royal priesthood. My God. First Peter in two and nine says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of daughter darkness into his wonderful light. You've been appointed. You've been set apart. You are holy to God. You are blameless to God. Your righteousness not does not have to be earned. Jesus already did that for you. Jesus already did this for you. You just got to receive this by faith. You cannot earn this. You are worthy to be used. You are worthy to be married. 
You are worthy for promotion. You are worthy to advance. You are worthy of the house. You are worthy of the car. You are worthy of the ministry. You are worthy. And the reason that you are worthy is because God doesn't see you as anything else. Job 23 and 10 says, but he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come, I will come forth as gold. After You're going to come forth as gold. Psalms 51 and 7 says, cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. My God. Can we thank the Lord for this word today? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for washing us. Thank you for cleansing us. Thank you for purifying us from our sins, my God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for purging us, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for thank you, Father God, for washing me from my trespasses. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you. 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 And if you received that today, guess what? You are now cleansed. You are now cleansed. You are now cleansed. My God, you are now purified. You are now cleansed. If you receive this by faith, you are now cleansed. My God, Father God, I thank you for this word. I thank you for your people. I thank you that you get revelation of this word. I thank you, Father God, that this word spreads throughout the world, Lord God, so people can understand how you prepared them and how you've been washing them and all the filth and all the sin and all the dirt, all of that has been washed away. My God, thank you, Lord God. Let them get revelation, get eyes to see. Father God, I thank you for being for the sinner. I thank you for being for the backslider. And if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here's your word today. He's already deemed you righteous. He's just waiting on you to take the next step and believe. He's just waiting on you to renounce your sin. He's just waiting on you to say, Lord, I'm going to make you Lord and Savior of my life. My God, there is no guilt and condemnation in Christ Jesus. And I'm telling you personally, when I received Christ as Lord and Savior, it, it changed my life. I was sin ridden. I was sin driven. My God, there was nothing holy in my actions and deeds. I only wanted to please Lakeisha. I was addicted to the things of this world. I would be drunk. I did all of that mess. I partied. I kicked it. I devalued myself. I slept in places I ain't had no business sleeping. And then Jesus came into my life and he took over all my mess. He's washed you from you. And I know you're thinking to yourself, what about this? Right. I was involved in a relationship or a lesbian relationship. And I know that that's I don't care. He'll wash you. He'll wash you. It doesn't matter. He'll wash you. My God, I'm on my sixth, seventh and eighth. He'll wash you. He'll wash you and put you in a marriage. You're worthy. Of. I had an abortion. He'll wash you. I stole. He'll wash you. I murdered. He'll wash you. He'll wash you. If you allow him to, he'll wash you. Why? Because he loves you. I love you, Lord, Holy Spirit. We thank you for a powerful word. And I hope, Daddy God, you are pleased.
I hope you are pleased. Father God, thank you for this word. I thank you for truth. I thank you for the spirit of truth. Now go today with the attitude I am fit for. Saturate this. You might have to go back and watch this. Share this. Share this. People need to know. If you just logging on, go back and watch this. Get the fullness of what God is saying to us today. You are fit for the king. You are fit for the king. He is holy. Don't worry about all that other stuff. He'll work it out. I'll disciple you. I would love to disciple you. I would love to take the next year with you and disciple you. I would love to be able to do that. I love you so much, but guess what? God loves you. He loves you way more than I did. And he demonstrated that to through Jesus. We thank you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now may his face shine upon you. You can't keep sowing seeds and not be blessed. May his face shine upon you. May multiplication and increase come to you like never before. May the Luke 638 blessing be upon your life. May the blessing of Abraham be upon your life. May the blessing of Melchizedek be upon your life. May the Cyrus anointing flow freely. May the solemn anointing be upon your life. May you have wisdom, knowledge. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.